This is Hammond. And Jessica. And you're listening to the Friendly Atheist Podcast. Please go to patreon.com slash Friendly Atheist Podcast to support the show. Hello. Hi. There is much going on. Yeah. And I will say, before we start, uh, next week, because I'm out of town hiding in a cave somewhere, Uh um, I did an interview that I think people are going to find really interesting. I hope you check it out, and then we'll be back in two weeks. Um, But I thought I would First time hearing about it, Hammett. There you go. (laughs) But first, Mm -hmm. um, there was a story that popped up today that I believe the response I got online was, you must discuss this because we have to hear Jessica's reaction. That makes me nervous. Yeah, and that is the... Actual message I got from multiple people. That's very online. adorable, you guys. That makes yeah. my heart happy. <laughs> so here's the... Except for it's not going to last very long because I'm about to be furious, I assume. Yeah. Um, a <sighs> principal okay. in Florida basically lost her job this week. Why? Just because... Deep breathing. Hold on. <laughs> yep. Students at her school, it's a K-12 school, kindergarten mm-hmm. through 12th grade, kids at the school saw an image of Michelangelo's famous sculpture, David. That's it. That's the story. Uh, what? Yeah. What do you do? You want to describe David? David? Yeah. Uh, David of David and Goliath fame. That is true. Um, he. It's a very, very. One might say maybe the most famous statue of all time. Yep. Famous Renaissance. Renaissance era statue. Da Vinci. Michelangelo. Michelangelo. Close. Oh you had you one of the Ninja Turtles. You have to cut that nope, out. Nope. You got a no, turtle. You're close enough. Uh, Go um, on. He is like looking up and off into the corner. He yes. is nude as is most nude. Uh, statues of that era are. Mm-hmm. If I remember right, I feel like I read somewhere that his penis is pretty small because he's supposed to be very scared because he's looking at a big old giant boy. Yeah. This is what I hear. I don't know if it's true. I have no thoughts on the size I of will David's say, member. I don't think they discussed that in the classroom. I think uh, they just talked about the Goliath part. This is the, the masterpiece. Part? Yeah. Okay. And so, what is this going to be a nudity thing? Yeah. And so okay. here's the story. This woman is okay. uh, her name is Hope Karaskila. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. She's the principal of the Tallahassee Classical School. Oh classical God, it's a school. classical school. Yeah, you would and think they they'd can't be deal totally with a little into this. And so on Monday, apparently, yeah. she was told resign or get fired, and she's like, "All right, well then I'm going to resign and maybe try." No, to get a I job would say fire right? me and give me that severance, baby. It's a private. Oh, it's a charter school. I have no idea how their severance Boo. package works. Charter schools. But here's what happened. Apparently, according to the articles about it, after that image of the sculpture of David was shown to sixth grade students. Apparently, several parents complained about it. One parent referred what, to it uh, sixth grade. That is about 11 years old. Uh, at least one parent called it pornographic. I don't know why. Pornographic? Yep, that's the word that was used. Yeah. And it's like, uh, if you're staring at the statue, there is nothing adult. There's nothing sexy about it. It's literally the human anatomy. Well, it's a deeply American thing to think that seeing like a nude body is scandalous. And but it's they always have... sexual and that it's always yeah, something I, I illicit. Think that's a really, uh, I think that's a really important point to make is that like nudity does not equal 
sexuality. It doesn't equal sensuality. It's just sort of what we all have going on under <laughs> our clothes, and we all know about it. We all know it's down there. To be fair, if there's a children's book with two penguins yeah, of right? the same gender Fun raising snowflakes. a child, they find that pornographic as well, because everything that involves anything is pornographic to these people. Now, I will wait, say... I'm so... Wait. Yes. So yes. And you might I might be getting ahead of you. So what I am hearing is that in an art class? Uh, a history class? I don't know what class it God, was. I can't believe I didn't get Michelangelo right. Fuck. Um somebody saw a piece of art. Yes. The sixth graders. The sixth grader, so a twelve. Then they year must old. have told their parents we saw a picture of David. And half okay. So they saw what Holmes what did you learn today, Stan? Mm-hmm. Oh, I saw a picture of David. Well, they put a plaster uh, grape leaf over. What did they? What did they do? There was a whole thing in the Victorian era that they put shitty cement or something we over the about nudity. Pensacola Christian College that had pictures of classical works of art, like in their library. Again, this is for college students, and they sharpied the Mona over. Lisa. Mona Lisa had cleavage, oh, and they sharpied I over. Cleavage. But they didn't do anything. They showed the image as is. Anyway, the principal told the Huffington Post today. Um, that she said it was actually, quote, a little more complicated than that. She didn't, she didn't just get uh, fired or resigned because that image was shown. She said parents typically get notified before their kids see works of classical art, and they didn't receive that notice this time around. That's what the principal said, that there was some error in communication. Okay. Though I still, my gut reaction to that is, why do you need a permission slip to show a work of art to sixth graders? I guess. And the board, I should say, the board that oversees that school said, oh, there were multiple issues with the principal. It wasn't just this. But then they didn't elaborate for legal reasons. But then it gets weirder because the head of the, the... chair of the board, his name is Barney Bishop, he began doing interviews because people are very curious why you would fire a principal over something as dumb as this. Yeah, this feels like a lawsuit in the making. (laughs) And basically, Bishop, it turns out, is just the worst spokesperson you could imagine for this school. And Mm. he said, I'm going to quote from uh, an article here, Parental rights trump everything else. They didn't like... The reason he's saying people come to our school is they didn't like the woke indoctrination that was going on at other schools. And so they brought their kids to this charter school. Okay. I don't know what he thinks is woke indoctrination necessarily. Well, I'm sure... His school is uh, is an antidote to all that. He then said, I love this quotation... Let's take it step by step here. Mm. He's talking about his school. We don't use pronouns. Oh, I only say people's names <laughs> when I am talking to them. Yeah. Jessica only uses pronouns when she when Jessica is talking right. to Hammond. I love that line because it tells you this man is just so caught up in oh, his own bullshit. Oh, no idea what he's talking no about. Clue. He's not saying we don't care about trans people. He's saying, nope, we don't use pronouns. Then he said, we don't teach CRT. Just CRT doesn't actually spell it out, much less explain what critical race theory. They don't need to know that. He says we don't teach CRT, and we don't ever mention sixteen nineteen. Those are not appropriate subjects for our kids. And again, phrasing. Wait, 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 he doesn't mention. We don't ever mention sixteen nineteen. Is he talking about the sixteen nineteen project or the year? 
1619, or the concept that slaves came over on slave ships. Which one does he mean? If I'm giving this man the benefit of the doubt, which he has not earned, he's referring to the 1619 project. But what he said is we don't ever mention 1619, which suggests they don't teach any of their students when slaves first came to this country. Huh. And that's good because... Because they educate children and they Uh don't use pronouns. <laughs> and then Slate I, I is need like to we get gotta, back down to the fucking David. We'll come back to David, David. because th- so Slate interviewed this guy, and it's like, tell us again what your problem is with the David. Like, what's the issue here? He said, "quote We are not going to show the full statue of David to kindergartners. Well, We're not going to show him to second graders. Showing the entire statue of David is appropriate at some age. We're going to figure out when that is. Oh, I look forward to hearing your results, <laughs> sir, and after you, your many trials. Yes, and then he says, and you don't have to show the whole statue. Maybe to kindergartners, we only show the head. I love this man, and I hope he keeps talking forever. This guy is a representative of the... He's the chair of the board of the Tallahassee Classical School. Okay, hey, He's the head dude in charge. Is there a class that white guys take that they just get funneled up to the top of whatever like profession they're (laughs) at despite having no noticeable skills or any sign of intelligence i would say he is saying he is impl- what he is ugh, he is thinking this is what I'm this sorry, man is don't imagining don't call him a he there are oh, no pronouns this is, what's allowed. what's this person's name barney Bar- <laughs> how could you it's so easy if your name is barney you should really encourage pronouns because barney is a lot to be saddled with it's barney's coming back by the way your mm. kids are probably too old my niece and nephew are going to be all into it fuck barney um <laughs> My friend Barney here, are you saying that you want to have like a poster? Like, you know, those things when you do fundraiser and it's a thermometer and you Mm -hmm. shade it in. Yes. Once that button reverse. (laughs) So as the kids get older, like they scratch off the top part. It's like, oh, we can see David's face. And then when they're in like third grade, they're like, we're going to see some It's like a lottery ticket. It's a lottery ticket. And when you graduate, you get to scratch Uh off a part of it. Or it's like a major league in reverse. 20 people are going to get that and really enjoy that, and they'll all tweet me. (laughs) (laughs) What I don't get, if if your whole marketing is we're a classical school, meaning we focus on, like, Western liberal arts education. Yeah, let's come back to that. What does classics mean to you, Hemant? White. Actually, that's really fair, yeah. and I never really thought about it that And it's way. really, oh, no. that sort of Hold education, on. that sort of thing is really popular among Christian homeschoolers, too, um, which is what they're marketing to. That is totally their marketing pitch. Like, yeah, you're homeschooling, but you want to be part of the school system. Well, we're the bridge for you. We're a public school. We're a charter school, but we teach you that good Christian education that, you know, quote-unquote classical liberal arts um, except Our, we don't show you David because we don't like because that part the mo- of- one of the most famous pieces of classical art, pers- like the definitive work of like what are we doing here? We're like w- to what end? To what end? I guess is what I'm confused about. And also, I really need to dig in now. Wait, are classics? 
is quote unquote studying classics like a low key form of white supremacy because that doesn't feel <laughs> real or right. But that's it me feels extrapolating like they from what go you back said. into we learn math a certain way. We're not going to do Common Core. We're going to do what they do in Singapore, which is a different type of math. And in Wait, English, what? Yeah, is that a, a thing? It's a whole thing. Singapore has different math. Singapore has and it's good math, but it's I'm not, not like Common it's, Core I'm is not bad. Accusing Singapore of having bad math, right. and but I they never also would. say when it comes to reading, we're yeah. not going to read you know, Toni Morrison in our schools. We're going to read like the Iliad or whatever version of that appeals to kids or something. But like I that. guess you could just can't have it both ways. You cannot like choose to like found your educational philosophy in a certain time period and then go through and like cover sh- like this is insane. And also I did find out I was a little bit right and a little bit wrong as I am want to be. Um, In 1563, the Council of Trent banned all lasciviousness in religious imagery. And so they went around and would put metal fig leaves (laughs) over the penises of statues, in many cases ruining them permanently. I mean, if they want to discuss that and talk about that, I'm very interested in what they would do, but that's not what they did here. Like, are you guys really... Saying, like, yeah, we're traditional. Like, we're real 14th century Catholics about this. (laughs) This is the thing. The David was, like, from the early 1500s. And part of me is like, you would think they want to go back to that time period. I'm surprised you're mad about the Why would you call your school classics and be like, ew, classics, gross. I I don't understand him. When I was in elementary school, maybe third grade, let's say, I remember going to an assembly Mm. in school. This is, like, an all-school assembly where they brought in some art lady. Mm -hmm. And she was showing us pictures of classical art. And I remember... One of the pictures, don't remember which one it was, showed a nude painting of something. And of course, because we're all like 12. Children, yeah. Yeah, we're all children, eight. Yeah, we're all giggling. Literal children. And I remember the principal stepped in and said, like basically reprimanded us saying, I told her you were a very mature group of kids and you would not giggle at this stuff. And then we all shut up. Mm -hmm. And she's like, "Mm, that's right. Be on your good behavior. This is just like a human body. We continue. Whatever. And it was fine because we're mature. These kids who go to this school, very immature apparently. But here's the thing. I Here's the. I saw that headline that. everywhere about principal fired. How did the principal fired get fired? Because I guess she didn't tell anybody they were going to do this, and principals need warning when you're going to show them Renaissance art. What about the teacher? I the teacher was not punished, as far as I know. Definitely what wasn't is going fired. On in this story, yeah. you got to is... fire the person at the top, who is not Barney, but the person under Barney. Anyway, here's the aspect of the story that was. Not surprising when I found it out, but it wasn't in the headlines. But I think this is important. The Tallahassee Classical School is affiliated with Hillsdale College. And if that name is not familiar to you, it should be because oh. Hillsdale... Don't call me out. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's a conservative Christian school that has seriously gained a lot of influence among Republicans because their whole thing, their whole shtick is we are a clearinghouse for conservative propaganda. They Mm. teach kids, I I use teach loosely, they teach kids like David Barton-esque history, misinformation. It's, we talked before about there was a right-wing push in Florida's civics classes. Mm. Um, They're the ones who came up with that curriculum. And Florida and DeSantis are like, yeah, we're just going to take that. You write it. We like what you're pitching rather than what educated people are pitching. And again, this school is affiliated with that college. So, of course, it all comes together because this is a conservative Christian school, even if they go by we're a public charter school that just teaches a classical thing. 
Um, but that part didn't surprise me at all. I will say, none of the board members, mm. none of the parents, at least that I've seen, have publicly explained what they think is wrong with the sculpture, David. Sure. What would happen if their kids saw the full sculpture of David? It's not clear why they needed permission slips to see it. Yes, you are raising your hand on a podcast. Aren't these the same people who said that, like, facts don't care about your feelings mm-hmm. and no safe spaces mm-hmm. and kids need to learn how to deal with it and no participation trophies because kids have to learn how to live in the real world? Right. There are penises in the real world, yes? There are. But... But nothing, they're hypocrites. Ah. And the thing is, if they, I, I'm sure most of these parents take their, all of these parents take their kids to church, where I'm sure they have gotten lessons on Adam and Eve. Mm. I don't know how they portrayed them. Speaking of fig leaves, speaking, yeah, maybe the fig leaves. But like, there is a portion of the Bible it that is. involves pre-fig leaves. Oh my it's god, there. that's right. Because the whole thing is that they add fig leaves because they discover the shame of their human body. So wait, hold on. I just found it. These parents are mad, mad because in their religion, the body, the human body is a source of shame yes. and they don't want their kids to learn otherwise. That is certainly a good guess. I don't have a better answer for you. I think that's a legitimate thing. You can just say but I'm also, right. You said I, so many words. They have said saying it, you're right. What they, I still want to know why they think it's wrong and no one will explain why it's wrong. The, this Barney dude won't explain why he thinks it's not okay for a kindergartner or a second grader to look at it, but it might be okay later on. At some age, he's making up on the spot. I mean, certainly there are things that you do not introduce to children until a certain time because they emotionally cannot handle it or won't handle it. But seeing the human human body body ain't that because I hate to spoil anything, but every single kid in that school has their own human body. Yeah. And this is the thing, those the same conservative Christians that want to ban books, that want to get rid of drag queen story hours, they oh, yeah. always the do real it, danger. They always do it in the name of child safety. And yet, what are we protecting kids from? There's no logical consistency here. Mm-hmm. They don't care if there are guns in school, but they want to censor works of art. They're fine with religious indoctrination in the classroom, but apparently 1619 is too taboo for them to learn about. Well, they don't want to learn about nudity, but little girls are asking for it if they're molested by older people. Like, they, these people tend to want to use children... Oh, shockingly, use children as props, which nobody has ever done before. But, but it seems to me they, they are trying to have it both ways. They are trying to say both... The world is ugly and dark, and we need to protect our precious, beautiful children from it. And the world is depraved and terrible, and kids need to know what the world is like. Which is it? Which is it? Which is it? Which would you like? Yes. Mm, thank you. Mm-hmm. So, good luck. To, I wish this principal, who no longer works there, would be a little more forthright and forceful about saying this was a effing stupid decision. Um, like, just just be upfront and say there's no reason kids should not see. But instead, I would the embrace couple interviews, the martyrdom like you would please. not believe. And I mean, she locked out. She's the one that, that doesn't kneeling... have to be working for these yeah, people right? anymore. But at the same time, she's like, well, it was more than just this. It wasn't like I didn't get fired because of this. It's more complicated. Like, just say it was Sweetie. a dumb decision. Stop defending this horrible practice. Oh God. Um, and with that, I thought, let's go to the dumbest and yet funniest freaking story I heard all week. Last weekend, I had my in-laws over, and we needed to make dinner in a crunch. Instead of ordering out, we did something even easier thanks to ButcherBox. We were able to grab just what we needed and exactly how much we needed from the freezer. After that, everything else was a breeze. 
You too can skip the grocery store knowing you have the food you trust and the food you chose in your freezer. I know that might sound strange coming from me since I'm vegetarian, but they have a high-quality veggie burger that I absolutely love. They have options for pescatarians too. And if you eat everything, that's also okay. The food from ButcherBox is high-quality, grass-fed, and free-range. Have peace of mind knowing there are no antibiotics or added hormones. Sign up at ButcherBox.com friendly and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free-for-a-year offer plus an additional $20 off. Choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at ButcherBox.com friendly and use code FRIENDLY to choose your free-for-a-year offer, plus get $20 off your first order. And it involves a lady with tippy toes. Yes. Tippy toes? Oh, get your headphones on. Um, I got sent this clip. Oh, oh, I'll explain. All right. I got sent this clip. Someone's like, look, it's one thing for a church to talk about miracles Uh and things that God has done for them, because usually they're very vague stories that you can't prove one way or the other. But at a church in Springfield, Missouri, called James River Church, they played a montage. They had a whole week of like miracles and mm. like talking about miracles. And they played a montage where they basically asked people in the lobby, like, do you have a miracle story? Tell the camera. And we're going to put together like a little montage of what you all say. And some of the stories are just silly and ridiculous. And it's like, no one's going to be able to prove that one way or the other. Right. So I like I was I avoided an accident or something like, mm. yeah, 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 sure. Thank God for that. Or yeah. Whatever. But then one lady, the one they saved at the very end, she said the following, and it was wild, and I've watched the video repeatedly. I'm going to play you the clip of this one lady they showed in the montage. Uh She is the capper to this, like, several-minute-long clip. And she's speaking to whom? She's speaking to the camera about how God has performed a miracle in her life. Okay. And I'm going to tell you some backstory here. When she says she was in an accident, there is documentation of this. She was in an abusive relationship many years ago. Oh. Her ex-husband um, apparently, like, shot her. <gasps> it was bad. Oof. She was in the hospital for uh-huh. a while and, like, caused damage to her body. That's why she, she was in a coma. Your, your heart goes out oh for, to this woman. So she's been through some shit. Yeah. And now she's going to tell you the miracle that God performed. So let me play this so it had three toes that were amputated in a, in a terrible accident. I heard the word for creative miracles, and I thought, well, I certainly have a creative miracle that I might need. I need three toes to grow back. The person next to me said, do you want new toes? And I was like, well, sure. She's at All a church service. got down, and they prayed over my foot, and I decided to take my shoe off to see what was happening when he said, let's see the progress or if anything's happened. And when I did, I had to grab the person next to me and say, do you see what I see? And I saw three toes that were forming, and now there's length to them. Tonight, I can stand on my tippy toes. Listen, do you understand? I can stand on tippy toes. No, I couldn't do that because I didn't have toes to to be on. All right, come on, let's bless the Lord. He's Jehovah Rapha. Lord, we praise you. Okay, so there's your clip. Just to reiterate what you heard there, this lady lost three toes Uh in that accident many years ago where her husband shot her. 
Um, and then she prayed for them at a church service recently for the toes to grow back. And they done did. And they done did. And now she has toes and she could stand on her tippy toes. Do we have photos? That's a wonderful question. Because surely if this woman was in the hospital, uh-huh. which she was, there uh-huh. are articles written at the time saying how this woman was in a coma and how she made a recovery and how she's moving on with her life and mm. good for her. Like she was there. If she had missing body parts, I promise you the hospital has photos of that. Mm -hmm. And if she has toes now, I promise you somebody has photos of that. The idea that was shocking to me is you're telling me this lady went to a church service Uh and people prayed for her missing toes. Over her foot. Over her toes. Over her foot. It was close, so proximity. You're telling me not a single one of them in a church that has the video capabilities to make a video montage of people talking about miracles. No one had a phone around. When did she say this happened? This was this week. Week. Oh, and she said it. That this the happened toe. maybe a week prior. It was recent. So did uh, so the obvious question is: Show us your toes, lady. Which is a creepy thing to say in general. However, I don't care. Show us your toes, well, lady. Well, you can't make real big, lofty claims about growing toes back, which is a thing that nobody has ever been able to do in the history of human beings here on Earth. I think it's okay to ask for some backup evidence. And think about this. Why is this church doing a whole week of like services and sermons about miracles? Because they're trying to convince other people, you got to believe in our God because Mm -hmm. our God can perform miracles. That God down the block, he will fuck your shit Instead of doing five sermons about that, just show us two pictures and maybe some credible doctor's report. I don't know. Work on it. Show me something. And so, naturally, the church has done none of this. Mm. She said, by the way, I don't know if you got this, she said over the course of 30 minutes. Yeah, it sounded like it was really happening quite quickly. Mm -hmm. And then they're now getting length, so she can now stand on her tippy toes. Uh, One popular comment on Facebook. uh, There was one post in particular that got a lot of traction where someone described what she said in the montage but then it's one thing for some random Facebook person to be like, I swear I was at church today yeah. and a lady said her toes grew back. It's like, sure, crazy Facebook person. But then we found the clip and it's like, okay, that clip is the lady saying what this lady claimed she said. But also I have questions about this person You've talking. proved that she said it. <laughs> right. But the question underneath that Facebook post that has since been deleted Oops. is, I wonder if her nose grew twice as long, too. Oh, there were some good comments. That's very underneath funny. It. But again, the skepticism, like, why didn't her God prevent the amputations in the first place? Why didn't God prevent her from getting shot by her husband to the point where she was in a coma? Why didn't God let her get healed next to one teenager with the phone next to them? Yeah. Like, sorry, kids with cancer, you're out of luck. God was healing this woman who wants to stand on her tippy toes. Mm -hmm. Um, But despite (laughs) the church's active Facebook presence, despite their very good video capabilities, they haven't mentioned anything about the supposed miracle. Are they hoping everyone will just, like, this woman says shit like this all the time. But they put it in. They, they made put it, it in they the put montage. It in. It's not like it's just a random woman who posted on their Facebook. They're like, right. oh, yeah, this will And we do know her name. In. I'm not saying her name. I'm not trying to oh. pick on her. But, like, we know who this woman is. Mm-hmm. We know what the church is. There are plenty of people who know this person and there was a comment that was made i want to say this is the woman the tippy toe woman on facebook chiming in underneath that lengthy comment really and here's what she said in response to all the skeptics 
She said, and I I believe this to actually be her, but I'm not 100% sure, so take uh-huh. it with a grain of salt. Okay, here's the thing, all. I definitely never took any before pictures because I was not prepared for this to happen. I never wanted to take pictures of my deformed foot, dot, dot, dot. Which I kind of understand, except like I wouldn't want to take if something awful happened There'd be to me. An X-ray at least, but yeah, you have something. Like I'm not asking for like a selfie with your foot. Like right. show me your X-ray marked with your name. Like yeah, or it, you can't show you, me the after. Like Come on. you can't just make a claim like this and be like, well, I just never saw this coming. Like lady, you just said you witnessed and were a part of a miracle. Like, yeah, people are going to have follow-up questions. She said later in her very lengthy post, do you not realize that this is amazing, that this has been a miracle? And I don't know why in the world you would think I would have a before picture unless it was a setup or a lie. I didn't go there praying for my foot. I actually went, she's talking about church. I went there begging God for my stomach to be healed because she was shot in the stomach. That's not what happened. The losing the three toes was the side effect from medication I was on while in a coma. Okay, I take that back. That's what she said. It's not the husband shot that. It's that the medication caused her toes to be amputated. Okay. I don't know the deal. But the point is, she says, there are no pictures. Just believe me. No, okay. <sighs> I believe that you would not take pictures of your foot if you feel like you have been deformed. Um, but I also believe that there are going to be medical photos that exist because that's how the fucking world works. And they have to make sure... like. Doctors don't just rock up at the end of the day and be like, okay, I took off four toes off three feet, um, one arm, one leg. Um, yeah, I think that's it. All right, see you tomorrow. Right. Like, they document these things. Like, I don't even need photographic evidence. I need any medical proof. This is stupid. Why are we listening to her? We must. I mean, I will say, after I posted that clip, the response, I mean, I post a lot of dumb clips of things that happen in church. Yeah. This one yeah. got an overwhelming response to the point where now, like, actual newspapers have been reporting on it. Really? I got an email from the Daily Mail today <laughs> oh, wow. saying, hello, we would basically like to take your video and use it ourselves. Do we have your permission? And I'm like, no. No, sir. You can embed my tweet if you want. That's public. But no, you can't have my video. And it always feels very good because they've done this repeatedly. Mm -hmm. They're like, this clip you posted, can we put it on our video streamer thing? And I'm like, nope. And they're like, fine, we like the story. So I guess we'll just post your tweet. I guess we'll have to give you credit for the work that you were doing, you asshole. (laughs) Uh, So I'm waiting for the church. I know. Fuck this shit. I'm waiting for the church to respond. But like, Come on, it's your golden moment, church. You want to prove miracles happen? This is a great story. You have the setup. Right. All you got to do is show some proof. I, by the way, Why one person... put it in the video, though? Right? This is the thing I keep circling back to, because I keep doing this in my head of like, all right, this woman made this claim. Oh, how come the church isn't saying anything out of it? Obviously, they don't believe that it really happened, but they don't want to like draw attention to it. But wait, they put it in the video. And I have done that loop like six different times and kept getting back to like, but really, they they must have known. I mean, is it a really small church and you're just kind of blowing up their spot? mega church that is huge. This is a church that absolutely could have shown the video, had the technological capabilities to make a thing about the regrowing toes. They haven't done it. I will give credit to the person, I believe it's an anonymous person, but they created a website no. yesterday called showmethetoes.com. Oh my God. <laughs> with the clips introducing the montage and the clip 
of the lady speaking <sighs> and all of that. And they are very clear, like, listen, if anyone has proof, since a lot of people know this lady, mm. like, by all means, send it to us. It's I, lovely. I feel like this puts all of us in a very Ross and Carrie of Ono, Ross and Carrie space of like, they always go in like, I would love for this to be true. Can sure. you please just prove it to me? And they we're say, all like, yeah, dog, if you can regrow toes, I know a lot of people who have limbs that they sure. would like back. Um, according, to the, people. according to the person who made the site, there is a section on the website called like, did you attend? And it says, if you attended the week of power and were a witness to this lady, claim, her claimed miracle, uh-huh. please email us at this address and provide your account of this event. And if you are this lady and you see this and you're ready to provide proof of your miracle or an apology for your deception, I will use this website to let you do it. Um, which is great. Like, good. I'm glad people are harping on it because this is a church that routinely says we have performed miracles. Sure. In fact, at a service later in the week, uh, or at least that was posted later in the week, the pastor of that church said, we. I personally like prayed over someone and cured her bipolar disorder. Oh, that's not dangerous to say at all. Uh-huh. And so when they're saying dangerous things like this... Golly, that shit pisses me off yeah. so much because the problem a lot of times with people with mental health issues, and I have fallen into this too, is you get on the right meds and you're like, oh... I'm fine. Like, I figured I I kicked it. Greg Locke, the Christian hate preacher, got Mm. into trouble, I mean, for one of many reasons. But last year, he basically said that autism was caused by a demon. And, of course, plenty of Christians are like, dude, what are you talking about? My son has autism. That's not a demon. And so they do this sort of thing all the time. And gullible people, the sort of people who attend their church, just... Fine. They go along for the ride. They're happy to say a miracle happened because mm. it makes them feel better. And then when you make an absurd claim like this, yeah, you know what? Put your money where your mouth is and show us. I don't show know why, us but toes. this is the one we're going to jump on to. I know. I'm it's not even the biggest thing that was said. It's just the dumbest, most obvious lie. Well, most easily provable or unprovable. Okay, do you? Th- I, th- I think one of three things is happening here. One, she did lose three toes. Due to medication. Due to medication. Stemming from the coma after her husband shot her. And Horrible. still finds herself short three toes. Yes. Two, she never lost toes. And that was just a really involved lie. Can I tell you, when I saw the video and I watched this woman speaking, uh-huh. I didn't think for a second she was lying. I do think she has deceived herself. Yeah, I don't but think... I don't think she was purposely lying. I just no, no, didn't I get that vibe. She, okay, well... If she's lying, I mean, she's am, lying to herself. She's sh- not like putting on an act. I, that's the vibe I got. Yeah, that's fair. And I think that that's a really blurry line too of like, is this person, li- and again, speaking of I on mean, rack, like pastors, they talk about this a lot. People. Yeah, are they are they lying or like, I believe this person is giving a truthful account in their mind. They talk about yeah. like alien abductions, things like that. I yeah, believe yeah. this person I know sincerely it believes happened. it. I am not doubting that you believe what happened. I am just asking if maybe there is more to this story. So I feel like either she has like some self-esteem issues and made up this lie and it got out of control or she just like (laughs) spoke. It's like fucking Mary all over again. Like, oh yeah, no, I didn't have sex with me. Uh, God got me. An angel (laughs) got me pregnant. Next thing you know. There's a cult of the three-toed people. Mm, They're toe growers. seven toes. Extra toes? Well, she's short three toes. That gives her a total of seven toes. You're a math teacher, right? Oh, I see what you said there. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. 
I'm done with this lady. All right. Let's talk about, you want a good one? Guess what? In Colorado, they did something really cool. Um, And it has to do with Catholic hospitals. And get this. We've talked about this before, um, specifically this kind of story. But like off the top of your head, Catholic hospitals will not do what? Abortions. They won't do abortions. They won't give out birth control. Sterilization. They will not do sterilization. Let's talk about that one for a second. Thank you. I'm very impressed that I came up with that. Because let's say you're giving birth and you had to have a C-section. Um, and the doctor's cutting you uh, as you have to get done. That's actually a really good time to get your tubes tied because the doctor's already there. That's what my sister You don't have to it. have a second surgery. Mm-hmm. It's actually better, safer, recommended to do it at the same time. But at a cap, and by the way, I should say, um, nearly 30% of married adult women, women in the U.S. have had their tubes tied in that pr- way. Thirty percent, nearly thirty percent. That's a lot. Um, have had the procedure done. I'm curious about. Uh, Am this... I saying that correctly? God, I hope so. Otherwise, that would be very embarrassing. Yeah, that would be very embarrassing but for you, and I'm usually the embarrassing I one know. on this show. You can't be embarrassing too. I'll figure that out. No, uh, tubal Did you hear ligation. Daddy just turn in thirty-seven circles to lay down right next to the mic. I'm going to reiterate. <laughs> I was right. No, getting your tube tied. More than thirty percent of U.S. married women. Of reproductive age, that's their contraceptive yeah. method of choice. And before yeah. we dig into the Catholic view on it, I also want to talk a little bit about. Wait, I'm not done yet. Oh, talk about something else later. But okay. Catholic hospitals will not tie your tubes. They will not allow it, but, even if you are getting a C-section. But that's what I'm saying. Is like a lot of places, not just Catholic hospitals, won't sterilize women without either having had a baby or like their husband's consent. Like it is right, not right, easy right. to go in as a human woman and say, I don't want to have babies. Can you just tie all that up? They're like, mm. yeah, but if you got married, your husband's definitely going to want baby. Right. Which is a different issue, but right, you're right. But I, I wanted to so, call that to attention. So they won't do tubal ligations. Mm. They won't do vasectomies. Mm. Do you know what else the Catholic oh, they hospitals? Do vasectomies. Okay. Nope. That's interesting. What else won't they do? Um, Oh, uh, in vitro fertilization? They will not support that. They won't do that, correct? Is that what you're asking, or is that just that's another thing? An answer, yep. Oh, but that's not what you're what asking. What happens if a woman has an ectopic pregnancy where the solution is, well, you have to abort the egg before it gets bigger and hurts you? They won't do that either, unless maybe in the most but dire situation. It falls under abortion. It falls under abortion, you're right. Because that's how healthcare works, and people don't get to parse. Mm-hmm. A voluntary abortion is not medicine, but whatever. Like They, they won't help you with a sperm donor, obviously. They won't help couples use a surrogate mother. They find that to be gravely immoral. Gravely Um, immoral. At the other end of life, if you're an elderly person dying of a terminal disease and you're in pain. Oh, that's the one I forgot. And you're eager to end life on your own terms in a state where it's legal, Colorado being one of them, uh, you should theoretically, under the law, have Mm. the ability to make your decision Mm. about how to end your life. Catholic hospitals will not allow you to do that. So the point is, there's a lot of stuff Catholic hospitals will not do, but they've slowly, and for a long time now, been taking over U.S. healthcare Mm -hmm. um, to the point where, according to one advocacy group, as of 2020, the 10 largest Catholic healthcare systems now own or control 394 short-term acute care hospitals. They control 864 urgent care centers, um, all, over 1,100 hospitals overall. Four of the 10 largest healthcare systems are affiliated with the Catholic Church. More than 30% of births in the U.S. now happen in a Catholic hospital. Honestly, so, that kind of shit makes me, like, angry in a way. Like, not in, like, the yelly way. Like, 
I am just on fire inside. That shit makes me so angry that because of capitalism and because the... Don't get it twisted. These Catholic churches are in it because it's good money. It they they buy property. Like, that's their whole fucking jam. And in doing so, because these people are so fucking greedy that they need to get more and collect more, they are taking away choices from people who don't have options. And that's a point worth making. And here's why. Because sometimes those hospitals are named, like, St. Whatever yeah. or Mercy Hospital. And, like, there's a cross in the logo and you know it's Catholic. Yeah. Other times they might be called, like, Dignity Health. And yeah. you don't necessarily know. And the thing is, most people do not know or think about the religious affiliation of a hospital. Mm-hmm. In 2018, the New York Times looked at the websites of 652 Catholic hospitals and found that two-thirds of them did not make clear they were affiliated with the Catholic Church. Hmm. You needed at least three clicks from the homepage to find an affiliation. Three clicks. And like... That's yeah. really deep in there. Yes. And only 3% of those hospitals had any list of the things they will not do... Really? ...as Catholic hospitals. So How everything we just okay? talked about, everything we just talked about... We know because they're Catholic hospitals and they're extreme when it comes to like contraception and stuff, but they don't want people to know it. And they, there's no one forcing them to do it. And the thing is, if you have elective options of where to go, yeah, maybe you go to a different hospital if you have the choice. Well, we, we live in an area there's five hospitals within 20 minutes yeah, of here. We can have Not choice. Not everybody has but that. But in an emergency and in rural areas where they don't necessarily have a choice, right. they might end up at a Catholic hospital mm-hmm. because because they have to. But in some cases, they're just like, well, that one's closer, so I'll go there. Or I don't you know what they do or don't get in do. a car accident and you have to go and, to the nearest hospital right. and you're unconscious and you can't be like, hey, I'm not Catholic and I would really love you to not yeah. bring me to one. And so here's what they're doing in Colorado now. And this is what I was cautiously like optimistic about they just proposed a bill recently it's called house bill 1218 this is sponsored uh by uh, three different representatives and and a state senator all democrats Mm -hmm. and basically the law does not single out catholic hospitals it just says this bill would require all hospitals and community clinics to post on their websites a detailed list of what procedures are not generally available or that are subject to significant restriction for non-medical reasons. So if you don't want to treat... this is our moment of victory. This is a small victory. Our moment of victory is that we're like, hey, Catholic hospitals, it's fine. You can still decide what healthcare is based on your values and not based on science. However... I agree. However... Oh, we're switching spots. Usually I'm the one who is like, it's a little step. It would be wonderful to be able to stop Catholic hospitals from making decisions that are not in a patient's best health. Mm -hmm. We're not in a position to do that. The lawmakers are not in a position to force them to do stuff against their religious beliefs. Mm -hmm. So within those confines, within those restrictions, what can they do? The bill would just say, listen, if you say we're not treating people for these things for religious reasons or for any reasons, even if you know, uh, we might, or other hospitals may, you have to say what you won't do and you have to make it public. Mm -hmm. And we're going to dedicate like half a million dollars in our budget to forming a department in the Department of Public Health and Environment tasked with making sure this happens and that has the power to impose fines if you don't do it and things like that. Uh Think about this. The bill's only goal, hey, hospitals, tell us what you do and don't do. Be honest. Be transparent. Mm -hmm. We're not punishing you 
if you're Catholic, we don't have the ability to punish you if you won't do a tubal ligation or something like that. I would like the opportunity to punish them. We would love to, but we don't have that power. But they're saying, we're not punishing you for it. We just want you to be honest. And because of that, I'm, I was looking. I didn't find any Catholic hospitals or Catholic representatives yet uh-huh. who are like, uh, no, this is a bad idea. And like, how could they justify and it? How could they justify it? Because no one's asking them to it's violate. It's wild that this had to go all the way up to like be passed. Why can't someone just be like, hey, Catholic churches, can you be, just be chill for once <laughs> in your thousand year history? Can you be fucking chill and do this one thing that's actually good for one humanity? One of the sponsors of this bill is State Representative Kyle Brown. Mm. And I talked to him on the phone this week and he told me he was compelled to sponsor this bill because he believes every Coloradan deserves access to comprehensive health care. And he said, quote, Part of that is understanding which providers can provide care when they need it. Uh-huh. He said you shouldn't have to wait till you're in a hospital, in the hospital, to find out certain kinds of health care are not available. And I should say, American Atheists, among other groups, has been pushing for this type, kind of legislation for since like 2015. They even offered model legislation really? if anyone would take them up on it. Uh-huh. Basically saying patients must be able to make fully informed decisions about their health care. This sort of legislation would help patients get the information they need uh, in a complex healthcare marketplace. Uh-huh. It's not that he took that model legislation. He actually told me he talked to several groups, including American atheists. Really? But that was part of what got him to sponsor this bill. And by the way, this week, when it was in front of his committee, the House Health and Insurance Committee, uh-huh. uh, I should say last Friday, American atheists, uh, vice president for legal and policy, Allison Gill, was at the hearing testifying as to why this bill needed to pass. Interesting. And said that in the wake of Dobbs and the overturning of Roe v. Wade, more patients were seeking abortion care and they needed to know where they could receive it. Wow. And the bill made it out of that committee on an eight to two vote. Those two people who said no didn't offer any explanation. There were no one, there was nobody testifying against the bill. Okay. And so the, and now it heads to appropriations, which is like where you do all the budgetary stuff. Cause this would cost some money. You uh-huh. need people in the government who are going to oversee this sort of thing. Uh-huh. So, uh, the legislator, uh, Representative Brown, told me, look, we got to pass a budget first, then we'll know how much money we have available mm-hmm. to do for things like this. So it's not a done deal yet. But Colorado is a state that is controlled by Democrats. The governor is a Democrat. This could pass, assuming they have the budget to do it. Um, it's not even a big budget as far as government things are concerned. And <sighs> I, this should. This is not an anti-religious bill. It's an honesty bill. It's a transparency bill. It's not about religious persecution, which is a separate issue. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's long overdue. If it works, I hope other state legislators just imitate everything they are doing. Take their bill, copy it, paste it, and then get it passed in your states. So yeah. that made me feel really I good. hope that's uh, the, the first of, of many. I hope it is. And then there is this hilarious story that involves the term worship leader. Get this. How long have you heard that phrase, worship, worship leader? leader? I guess it's fairly recent. I would, I would think since I was young, but it doesn't feel very old, does it? 
I, I didn't hear it for a long time because I'm not part of those circles, but it's something... You just gestured right? at me as if I am part of those circles yes. and how very dare. <laughs> but like, but, yeah, worship leader is what you see it like in evangelical megachurch. Yeah, it feels like a very generic like youth pastor, kind yeah. of like another way to sort of generalize that whole jam. Yeah, and it's been around long enough that even among Christians, even within those circles, people mock the phrase. They will really? make fun of that genre of that type or that type of pastor. Like youth pastor has its own if I told yeah. you imitate a youth pastor. Oh, I would people- turn my chair around. I would go upstairs <laughs> and get my guitar. I would right. re-pierce one of my ears. There you go. And show all of my tattoos. And off. that's how worship leader works too. But here's the thing. There's a guy on uh one of the Insta talk things. His name is rogue worship leader and he does whatever i'm not even making fun of that he makes fun of stuff i don't care if it's for you if it's not for you whatever uh he said on an instagram video last week that a ministry called authentic media basically got his facebook page taken down because they said he was illegally using their trademark basically the company here's what he said in the video the company worship leader is essentially reporting me for violating trademark laws because I have the term worship leader in my name. How crazy is that? It's a common term. This is a job title. It's a term that's been used by like thousands of churches all over the world. And he's right. This is the third time the evil of capitalism has come <laughs> up in this very episode. Yeah. So this place called Worship Leader. So they ostensibly they're... It's they a are... brand called Authentic Media. Oh. But one of the many things that they run is a ministry, is a brand called Worship Leader. And they were awarded a copyright for that? So that was the thing. I'm like, wait, they have a a trademark on the two words worship? That's like the Ohio State University getting a trademark on the. the, Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? It's one of those stupid things. Like, you can't do that, can you? Yeah, trademark law is weird because if you want to trademark, I used to have to do this for an old job, if we were trying to trademark a new product or whatever, um, and so we had to think of a bunch of names and then go through each of those names to verify if they were... Already copywritten. Mm-hmm. And then if you apply for a copyright, it is not necessarily granted because there, it's very easy to say, no, this is too general. You cannot have a copyright on the concept of podcasts. Right. And so here's the thing. If you go to the website of the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office, uh-huh. which I did. Sure. The phrase is trademarked, but only in specific cases. It applies only, as far as I could tell, to electronic content released by this company, books and magazines they produce under that name, the name of their like online retail store and their online like services. Uh-huh. But the two words themselves are not trademarked. So like I wasn't sure what they were talking about. Um, but if you go but to it their- worked for Instagram, you said? Well, if you go to their website, you know what it says on their website? We literally coined the phrase worship leader. I think that's what God always <laughs> wanted you to do is make way. sure you can monetize <laughs> worshiping. Good job, gang. That's not true, Jesus by the way. Jesus is proud. It was apparently used multiple times before this ministry ever began. Mm. Um, <laughs> in a post that was written last year, but was taken down after this began getting steam, uh, but the Internet Archive has a copy of it, uh-huh. they tried to defend their trademark. They said, owning and managing our trademark is part of stewarding the mission that God has laid on our business. It's stewarding your financial interests. (laughs) They said, a lot of new businesses just don't understand how trademark law works. And our goal is to quickly identify when a new business has violated any of our trademarks. I will say, 
this whole story of this ministry trying to take down other people who are totally using it in a generic sort of way. So embarrassing. It's gotten a lot of bad press from Christian media outlets. But I will say, this was what made me laugh. There's a Christian magazine called Relevant, in all caps, because they yell at you. Obviously. Um, They spoke with the editor of Worship Leader magazine under that ministry. His name is Josh Swanson. And in a statement, he basically said he wasn't trying to go after the dude on Instagram. Here's what he said. Oh, boy. This all revolves around an issue with one account that we felt was impersonating us. We sent one report to Facebook regarding this individual account, and then Facebook, basic, I'm paraphrasing, Facebook deleted all these other ones. Mm-hmm. We've reached out to them and asked them to reverse what they did, blah, blah, blah. Like, don't blame us, blame Facebook. Right. We were going after people who were trying to imitate us without making clear it was satire or something, right. which is not what the Instagram dude was doing. No. But that's the thing, like... It seems like a lot of people are saying this ministry is very trigger happy and not injecting any common sense into the situation. Right. And like going to say like, no, don't worry. We've asked Facebook to help us out. Buddy, Facebook isn't helping anybody out. What Listen, are you doing? Why if you're you- turning to Facebook for your like morality, maybe yeah. you should not. And then worship leader co-founder, her mm. name is Stephanie Fromm. Uh, she women reacted, cannot be leaders. Yeah, sorry. She reacted to the whole controversy this week, but instead of following what her buddy Joshua said mm. of like, look, don't blame us. It's a whole mistake. Whatever. No, fuck you. Here's what she said. Um, worship leader means so much more to us than just a trademark. It's our calling. We welcome anyone who wants to align with us in ministry, but don't take our logo, our name, our identity, or our decades of built integrity and make a business that looks and acts like us. Reagan fucked up the Christians so hard. (laughs) This is not anything any good Christian would be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is definitely what Jesus was looking for when he told you to go forth and multiply. That's not it. What's the one where it spread the word? Evangelize. There's a thing yes. he said to like spread the word. Anyway. Well done. And then she this po- is so the stupid. same lady posted a slightly altered version of that message on Facebook where uh, she basically said, no, no, it wasn't the Instagram guy. It was a different company that set us off, but the Instagram guy got caught in the crossfire and like, don't be mad at us. Also, it's our trademark. Um, and they also said like <sighs> this phrase, they said, dates back to 1992. That's what the company says. And it's like, Honey, this has been around for before 1992. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, bud. There is a change.org petition calling for authentic media to cancel or amend their trademark, which is not a bad idea. I just, <sighs> it's a small, petty controversy in the world of Christianity. Right. And I love every minute of it because none of these people uh, can get their shit together I mean, and just truly, do the decent thing. I, Let I them ju- fight. It's it, like yeah. me trademarking the word atheist. Can we do that? We should try. I'm, I'm all for it. I think we should try at least. I would love to see Dave Silverman. <laughs> Excuse me, Dave. We invented the word atheist. Go away. Here's what Silverman and you're, did today. And you're out. <laughs> today, Silverman said something about like, there's a group going at, like promoting school vouchers, which are bad. And he's like, how come they're not working with atheist groups? Maybe it's, I'm paraphrasing. Uh-huh. Maybe it's because atheist groups no longer talk about vouchers, huh? Anybody? Bueller? Bueller? School vouchers? Why aren't we talking about vouchers anymore? And it's like... I was yelling about that literally yesterday. Three different atheists, specifically atheist organizations are like, here are the press releases we've put out. Here's the page on our website where we talk about vouchers. Like, what are you talking about? 
Are we going to do a quick Dawkins segment? No, I don't care about him. I didn't watch the clip. It was dumb. He's just... I'm just deeply... J.K. Rowling is a victim, is why he did the interview and talked about trans people again. I don't care enough to talk about him. I just don't under... I just don't fucking... Is it an age thing? Here, I'll give you a Dawkins thing? adjacent thing. Is it no, an I think age it's just thing? A, it's is a it British a stubbornness thing? thing? You think it's a British thing? I think thing. that's part of it because their they're transphobes are like serious transphobes. Yeah, they really... If you have a British accent and you are supportive of trans rights, like, I'm sorry, that's not my default. Like, you're going to have to prove that to me because if I hear the accent... I know what my initial reaction is. Yes, but... And I'm going to leave it to you to tell me that you're supportive of trans rights. But that beautiful island also gave us Susie uh, Izzard, who <laughs> formerly Eddie Izzard, who is officially out as a woman. I'm really happy for her. Very she nice. Truly... Let's talk about an this An amazing story. comedian. Congratulations, Susie. Go ahead, Hemant. Let's talk about Texas. There's a school, West Texas A&M University, okay. public school. Their president this week, Walter Wendler, sent an email to everybody uh, announcing the cancellation Uh-oh. of an upcoming drag show fundraiser. Cancel that was, culture. Can, yep. Canceling a drag show fundraiser put on by student groups mm. in order to raise money for the Trevor Project, oh, cute. which helps that's LGBTQ kids uh, not take their lives because that's a real problem <sighs> and they're trying to fix it. So this guy who runs a public university, uh, they were going to have this fundraiser at the end of the month. Uh, the campus LGBTQ group Spectrum was in pro- in the process of signing up performers when this uh, university president stepped in and man oh man the letter he sent to the public was wild i'm gonna read you part of this we could stop along the way just really quick because it's bad i just want to go ahead and compare this to the first story or one of the first stories we did where a principal got fired for showing children a very famous work of art allowing it to be shown without a permission thank you slip. so much for correcting me yeah. allowing it to be shown in her school yes and this gentleman is the president of a university College University of Adults. Okay, so let's hear his really cool and regular opinions. I believe every human being is created in the image of God. And therefore, a person of dignity, dot, dot, dot. Does a drag show preserve a single thread of human dignity? I think not. As a performance... Wait, stop. Yes. This guy is anti-drag because it's undignified? That is correct. And it's undignified because... Oh, well. As a performance, exaggerating aspects of womanhood, sexuality, femininity, gender, drag shows stereotype women in cartoon-like extremes for the amusement of others and discriminate against womanhood. I'm sure this man is a champion of women's rights. Mm. Do you have any examples of really good, cool things he did? Great, great, great. Good reporting, Hemant. Go ahead. It gets worse. No, it can't. Drag shows are derisive, divisive, and demoralizing misogyny, no matter the stated intent. Okay, I think football is all of those (laughs) things, and you don't hear me trying to cancel football games. I mean, you would if you could. Yeah, I would if I could. That's a fair point, To protect their brains. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Wait, it gets worse. And dignity. It gets worse. (laughs) Okay. As a university president... I would not support blackface performances on our campus. Oh, boy. Oh. Oh, buddy. 
oh no, I just felt this coming and I was hoping <laughs> that I could wish it away. Um, do we need to explain why blackface and drag are different? Um, I can help you out with that if oh, you no, want. No. I, oh, heaven, I want to be clear. I know why they're different. <laughs> I am not asking you to explain why, it to me. I am is, saying, do we need to explain to the audience? Why is blackface not okay? Well, Hammond, let me tell you about a thing called consent. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially, blackface was put together to muck and belittle people of color while also cashing in on the appeal that they had among the American public. So they were putting people down whilst profiting on their image, which I believe the church is really worried about people profiting off of the wrong image. So I know they're really worried about this. They trademarked So when we see blackface, it is usually a white person mimicking a black person and it's almost never good. It's never good. It's It's absolutely period, never good, period, period. Why is a drag show not that? Because it's not that. It is not not trying to uh, scare women out and replace them. Uh, It is not violent toward women. Um, It's an exaggeration, but in a very affectionate and overly positive way. Um, Women are like, yeah, this is cool, which I think is a pretty important one. That the se- of drag is considered a celebration of camp and fun and, and colors, self-expression, self-expression and, and fashion, empowerment. all of that shit. Yeah. Blackface is only to harm black people, period. Drag shows do not hurt anyone. And yet, in his letter, you know what else he said? A harmless drag show, question mark? Not possible. So that's what the president of a public university sent out in order to cancel the show uh, at a time when Christians in Texas have banned abortion, driven out doctors best equipped to work with women. They've banned books that cover LGBTQ-related issues while also remaining, proudly, one of the worst states for LGBTQ equality. And education. And education. They're in the Uh, bottom of education, yeah? Yep, yep, they're pretty low. Uh, So, I will say, a petition to save the drag show has generated thousands of supporters. And by the way, the petition also points out that the school has a policy that says the university may not take action against a student organization or deny the organization any benefit generally available to other student organizations at the university on the basis of a political, religious, philosophical, ideological, or academic viewpoint. Basically, the school has a policy that was probably put in there to protect conservative students who want to pull off dumb shit. That's such a good point. And now, by suspending this drag show, the petition says Dr. Wendler is violating university (gasps) policy. We are holding this drag show, whether we have his support or not. But his extreme lack of compassion for the LGBTQ+, and activist student population on campus shows with this latest email. The university responded to a news story about this saying, we are not going to comment because of pending litigation. I don't know. I don't know where that litigation is coming from. But to answer your earlier question, like this dude himself, Wendler, when he was chancellor of Southern Illinois University in our neck of the woods, he was criticized for pushing back on the board's decision to extend certain medical benefits to same-sex partners, Mm. saying the measure would encourage sinful behavior. Yeah, we really would hate anybody to sin on a college campus, Never Walter. Happens. Walter? Uh, yeah. Warren? Warren? Uh, Warren? Warren? Barney. 
<laughs> yeah. And uh, there are several groups lashing out at the president's faith-based bigotry here. They point, uh, this is Kevin Bowling, executive director of the Secular Student Alliance, mm. saying this guy used his religion to cause harm to LGBTQ plus students and the larger community, uh, which obviously, like, it's bad enough you're doing this right. to do it in the name of your religion right. when you're at a public university. What the hell are you doing? And one good response came from a guy named Nathan Russell who planned to leave $100,000 in his will to the uh, West Texas a <gasps> University School of Music now that money's going elsewhere. Yeah, he said, bud. Wendler's column is incendiary, racist, homophobic, transphobic, and an egregious affront to me as a clergy person <gasps> who is unapologetically gay. Wow. Good for him. Yeah. And I, what I think is interesting is you read that letter in part to me. Yeah. And it inter- he really did a terrible job of justifying what he did. Yes. He made it clear, like... Reading or hearing his his letter read, it is clear to me why he personally finds drag to be distasteful. He in no way justifies why he thinks it should be canceled. He isn't saying that it's an inherent danger to anybody, right? He isn't saying that... He's not accusing them of being perverts or pedophile. He's not doing the things that we usually are used to straight he, people he yelling at gay it, people I'm about. I'm doing this to protect the dignity of women. Like literally he's like, I'm it's undignified. And I'm so sorry. It, I went to college in Muncie, Indiana, where there was like a small, but their frat situation. And just between them and my own nonsense, I guarantee you not a person made it out of that college with their dignity intact. (laughs) So if this guy thinks that, Golly, penny pitchers where we paid three dollars and could drink as much Bud Light as we wanted in three months, three hours. That's is, the saddest thing I've ever heard. Uh, we used to line up. It was Friday nights. Mm-hmm. We we're all asleep by ten p.m. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but like, college is full of in- indignities, and the indignities maybe he should be worried about are like women getting sexually assaulted, which happens in very high numbers. And frankly, I'm pretty concerned about it as a human and as a person who was sexually assaulted on my college campus. So, sir, if you're worried about women, I would literally do one single thing to help them and then you can complain. Sorry, he's stopping drag shows instead. Fuck this shit. I'm sometimes... There's some days I'm so mad I can't see straight. Like, my eyes are crossing. Can you see them crossing? I can see them crossing. Not really. Uh, Here, I got a happy story Are we done? No, I want to be done. Oh, no. Hmm. No, this is too good to pass up. I saw a video this week from a Christian group that was trying, Uh trying to slam the satanic temple and their after school satan club oh you're right this is gonna make me happy heaven thank you so good what a good gift so this christian group and just to be clear for those who aren't familiar the after school satan club or ass club um (laughs) elementary school group (laughs) so stupid like a butt yeah it is Basically, it formed in response to Christian good news clubs that exist at several elementary Meet schools, me the flagpole, baby. public elementary schools. And basically, the rule is, if you're allowing a Christian group to form an after-school club, mm-hmm. you can legally do that as a public school district, mm-hmm. but you got to keep the door open for anyone else who wants to do it. Sure. And so these after-school Satan clubs have begun at several schools if they have the good news club, mm-hmm. just to give students an option, you know? And just to be clear, because it's the Satanic Temple doing it, 
um, they think about what they promote. They're not promoting Satan. They don't mm. believe in Satan. Um, after school Satan clubs, if you look at any flyer, they focus on free inquiry and rationalism, the scientific basis for what we know about the world around us. Uh-huh. Uh, one flyer I saw recently, they said, have fun at after school Satan club. We'll do, we'll do arts and crafts, community service, games, nature activities, fun. you know, things like that. That's what they're doing at these clubs. But because they have the after school Satan name, sure. people get unwarranted freakouts. They have these freakouts about it, and that's their problem. Um, now, let me give you a second part to this story. In 2016, after an, Colo- after an elementary school in Colorado allowed students to pick up donated copies of the Bible if they wanted it, mm-hmm. they were like, well, we would allow anyone to do that. It's not promoting Christianity. Sure. The Satanic Temple said, well, interesting, because guess what? We made these coloring books, and we want you to pass those out to students who want it. And it was called the Satanic Children's Big Book of Activities. <laughs> and it was a 10-page coloring book that was like, here, do the connect the dots. And it was basically a circle around a demon head That's that great. ended with five dots in the shape of a pentagram. It was glorious work, stuff. Outstanding work. Um, so there's your backdrop. So now there is a Christian group called the Christian Action Network that put out a 16... Another butt thing? Yeah, sure. Can. I'll give you it. I'll give that to you. They put out a 16-minute video trying to explain the danger of this club to Christians mm. because this year we've already seen it where the satanic temple has tried to start these clubs on various schools and then parents protest. People have uh, sent in bomb threats Jesus. to threaten like, these like Jesus would do. Exactly. And then the districts are like, uh, your club is a danger. We're going to cancel it. Uh, you Cause they're trying to it. teach kids to fold to pressure as quickly yes, as possible. Exactly. So mm. there's a lot of like reasons people should be mad about this whole situation, but the existence of the Satan club is not, not one, one of them. them. So this group can, they release a video trying to shine light on this evil club and the evil group gotta, behind it. You gotta the show is, them the truth. If you tell them what the after school clubs actually do, uh-huh. it won't work because oh, they no. do really good, fun, general things that they are not do. offensive. I hate that though. Um, and so it's like, well, what are you going to show in the video then to scare people? And what was amazing is that a lot of it, like if they tried to say, here's why the satanic temple is bad. They showed stuff the Satanists do for adult audiences, which oh. is like a drag performance. Sure. There's a difference between sure. drag queen story hour, <laughs> which is G rated and like an adult burlesque type of show, a drag performance, which is geared toward as adults. Is it, Intellectual dishonesty? Do they... Either they're stupid or it is purposely intellectually dishonest. Okay. One or the other. What do you think? Both, yes. Yeah, they don't fair. know what they're talking about, but they know they don't And they don't like care. Yep. Yeah. And they don't care. But then it gets worse because halfway through the video, they say, by the way, they once released this satanic coloring book for children. And do you know what was in this book? Is it still in print? Can I get it for my niece? It is, Ooh. I think. Uh, I have a P- I'll send you the PDF. It's all good. I'll leave it in the show notes for anyone who wants to see oh, it. Oh, yeah, I think you. But the video began showing pages from the coloring book. Okay. And they said things like, there is a maze that says, you have a lot to do. Can you navigate the perilous path of temptation in your journey towards productivity? And the maze, basically, it's a maze to get <laughs> to a guy. Yeah, it's a guy working on a computer. But along the way, the dead ends in this maze uh-huh. include things that might distract you. Things like... Checking your email, a cell phone game, uh, porn, website about serial killers. That'll get me. 
And it's like, what? It's called I, Murderpedia, gang. I don't remember that in the satanic coloring book. Then they showed a second page in the coloring book that said, it's a picture of a dude, and you're supposed to just color him in. And at the top, it says, meth, M-E-T-H, meth me up. You're supposed to color him as if he were on drugs. And then there's another page that says, walk of shame. Are you about Wait to tell me it. that they Wait modified? It. Wait for it. Walk of shame maze. It's another maze, and you're tr- supposed Walk to avoid shame. shameful things that are the dead ends as you get to the end. What are the shameful things? Well, they're... Pregnancy scare. Uh, according to the description, stop at the deli across the street for a hangover cure. Why does that feel anti-Semitic? Why yeah. does that feel anti-Semitic? Or the STD clinic to schedule an emergency appointment. Just try not to run into your ex or any judgmental-looking strangers who look like a scoldy Christian lady. Here's the thing. Where did these pages come from? Tell me, tell me where, tell me where now. The answer is not the satanic coloring book, which is totally G-rated and uh-huh. fine. What is it? What's it from? I had to figure it out because I'm like, where is this from? Because you're an investigative journalist. We're very impressed. Big quote hands I saw when you did this. <laughs> it comes from a book called Coloring for Grownups, which is a parody coloring book <laughs> that two comedians created a decade ago when coloring books were all the rage. Oh, yeah, I got Mikey right? a, uh, a diehard coloring book. There you go. <laughs> the Huffington Post so described that book <laughs> as the, as quote, the pleasurable experience of coloring to a more mature audience. One familiar with the injustices of society, feeble nature of dreams, awkwardness of one night stands, and general awfulness of Chris Brown. Oh, uh, oh. <laughs> So here's the thing. All those pages I just mentioned, which are clearly not appropriate for children, were not ever intended for children because they came from a book geared toward adults. So how the hell did this Christian group mistake these coloring pages for adults with the PDF is available for free online, the Satanic Coloring Book? You said mistake, and I don't believe that that is the correct word. I believe this was deception. Well, so I was like, how could that happen? And here's what I could surmise. is how it could happen. I looked up, so there was a a Huffington Post article. Oh, so here's what happened. First of all, I asked the Satanic Temple, what's up with this? And he basically, Lucian Greaves. (laughs) You just asked the Satanic Temple? Yeah. Uh, The co-founder of the temple (laughs) basically said to me, it's a testament to the unassailable merits of Ass Club that those sifting through the curriculum in order to create outrage and controversy are left totally fabricating non-existent after-school Satan Club materials in order to do so. Well, not illusion. So then I emailed the guy behind Can, and I'm like, where did you get these pictures from? Because they're not in the coloring book. And, and his where name had is, he posted these originally? I'm sorry. Like, where did these go this, up? All these images yeah. were featured in the video that this group put out as a warning to their Christian Got followers. Okay, I'm and sorry. Thank they you. said, by the way, when your school district is going to have it, you need to show this video to the school board mm. so they know what dangers are lurking. So they know false information, yeah. too. So the president and founder of CAN is Martin Moyer, and I emailed him, and I'm like, where'd you get these pictures from? Because they're not in the coloring book. Uh-huh. Here's the coloring book. They're yeah. not in it. Yeah. I sent him the coloring book. Did you really? Yeah. Oh, good for you. And he wrote back. Uh, he, I sent it to him, I think, late one afternoon, 
And I was like, I'm going to publish an article tomorrow. Yeah. If you want to write back, get back to me before then. He emails me in the morning. And first, he was very mad that I didn't give him enough time to respond, even though he responded to me in the morning. But he said, here's the Huffington Post article where he got it from. He sent me the link. Uh-huh. Um, and here's what I saw. He, he said, you might also want to ask HuffPost. And then the link. Uh, it's called HuffPo, bud. Whatever. I went to the link. And here's him, the thing. The article says, here's the satanic coloring book. And they're basically saying, isn't this hilarious? Mm -hmm. Everyone check out the satanic coloring book. The final line of the article that I read, and Martin did not, said, for a very different yet equally unconventional take on a coloring book, check out these two comedians' hilarious coloring book for grownups. And here's why they did that. Funny. When you're working for a website, you always want to link to other things on your website. Yeah. So they said, oh, you know what? It's called SEO. Yeah, we've written another article about coloring. So they posted a link to their other article about coloring books. And this guy's so unsavvy. He didn't read the article. At the bottom of the article, after they posted images from the satanic coloring book. If you scroll down, you'll see images from the adult coloring book. But obviously, if you read the article, you know those are two unrelated things. Yeah, but who has time to read when you just have to rage scroll to find the pictures he, that make you mad? Here's the thing. If he just, if he tweeted that and said, look at these pages, I'd be like, you, you didn't read the you article enough. Up, he made a 16-minute video. He had that. Minutes? He had the time to make a video, but he didn't have time to read the article where this is coming from. Like, I feel like... I might make mistakes in videos, but I try to make sure that everything I'm saying I can vet and that I've researched. I don't but know. It's just a difference in values. And you and I value truth and accurate depictions of how the world is, and they are willing to bend anything to fit their own worldview. But here's my favorite part. Oh. In his email to me where he's like, how dare you come after me uh, for accusing me of mistaking what the Satanists are doing. Which I bet you're really accusatory. He went to another part of the video that oh I didn't even mention. He's like, apparently you don't dispute naming another Satanist having a photo of a live baby stuffed in an oven. And I'm like, the fuck? Did I miss something? Excuse you, sir? So I go through the video, and I'm like, what is he talking about? And I find, well, here's what he did. He found an Instagram uh, post that some other Satanist had posted, uh-huh. and it shows a baby in an oven. Come around and, and see the picture that is in their video that I apparently have no problem with. Oh, my Christ. <laughs> Would you would you like oh to describe to the audience what we are looking at? Oh my god. It's literally like a meme so old that it has the impact font on it, the giant <laughs> white letters at the top and bottom saying saying happy atheist, atheist Thanksgiving and there's a baby in like a thing you cook a turkey in and it's in a Obviously off oven. It's clearly a goof. It's making... And I truly... It's a joke. I truly do not know why the atheists eat babies thing is a thing. I As don't. someone who thought that was hilarious for at least seven years. Oh, yeah. That was um, real, like, 2012 the heaven is because people are thinking atheists are so evil, they would do anything horrible. The worst they can think of And is. this is the worst thing you could think of. And it's like, listen, if you're going to pretend we do this stuff, mm. we'll go all in and make jokes about it. But I that's th- what this is. It's a meme. It's a joke. Mm. And this guy, Martin, is like, you don't have a problem with the baby being cooked alive. It's like, buddy, do you I not also, know how internet works? I also absolutely adore the idea that he has a 16 minute video. You bring very specific disputes about, hey, these things are in 
untrue. I, and I show him proof. And I and here's proof. And he's literally willing to sweep that aside because there's one picture elsewhere in his video that has something else that he took literally even when like, it was it's a joke. such a like internet argument thing to do is pick like be, it's literally the same argument everybody has like i love when the sun is out oh so you love cancer oh so you <laughs> hate when it's cloudy oh so you love right. droughts gotta, like that kind gotta of pick a fight like truly nothing. like it feels like they picked one word and he's like oh so you're fine with babies being baked alive like yeah, he yes, also, sir, correct. Yes, you wrote, got me. I'm super happy about that. Thank you, sir. He also wrote an article promoting his video on his website, and it says, Christian, SEO, baby. Christian Action Network has just produced and released a video exposing the Satanic Temple and its planned perversion for elementary students. Christian Action Network will produce DVD copies of its documentary film and distribute them to school board members. DVD yep. copies to distribute to school board board members in the year of our Lord 2023? Mm-hmm. Sir, have you heard of a bit.ly link? <laughs> so my you favorite... don't need to physically print out DVDs and mail them to people, dog! Within hours of me posting my article about this uh-huh. and how he's wrong, his video went private on <gasps> YouTube. You did it! I'm high-fiving you! Thank I've never high-fived you. you in your entire life. I hated that. Let's he not do that again. He doesn't realize, of course I saved the whole video. Oh, of course you did. Um, because and that's how the internet works. That is how the internet also, works. Also, gang, Hammond's a terrible high-fiver. Do not get into that action. That <laughs> was off. I feel worse now. a podcast. I feel worse now after a high-five. That's never happened um, to me. <laughs> I'll leave you with this one story. I, I am Isn't dying it? to know the end of this. I have of like I'm waiting for him to Is there gonna be a prestige? I just want him to email me back and say you were right. I'm sorry. It's not gonna happen. But I mean, that's all any of us wants amazing? is for somebody to email us back and say you I'm sorry. I'm wrong. Just You're sorry. Tell like, me, yes, you caught me. I didn't understand how humor works. Yes, that's or... all any of us want in the entire fucking world. That's why we're all obsessed with true crime, is because we're like I just look at people like just tell me, tell me what you did and why you did it. I know. Oh boy! I'll leave you with one last story, just because we didn't get to this the past few weeks, and I've been saving. I don't know why I've been sitting on this, but we had so many stories in the past weeks. Yeah, I never got around to this, but I do want to bring it up. A Texas lawmaker has filed a bill that would either reduce or eliminate property taxes. But now, how do you do this in a legal way so that you're still benefiting Christians without saying, I just want to benefit Christians? Okay. So what did he do? Well, they already he don't says, pay taxes on their churches. Well, no, but they do have Does to pay property want- taxes where he lives. Wait, this motherfucker wants to try to get Christians out of paying property taxes because yes, they're Christians? But how, how does he do it without saying the word Christian? I haven't the slightest. So here's what he said. He's, I mean, on Twitter, he said, with my bill, Texas will start saying, get married, stay married, and be fruitful and multiply. And here's what he means by that. Uh, according to his bill, if you have at least four kids, then... Oh, fuck! If you have four kids, you get, I think, a 40% break on your taxes. If you have 10 kids... Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. 10? 100%. You don't have to pay anything. Uh, I'm speechless. <laughs> also, isn't this what they accuse welfare queens of doing? Sorry, it's in the name of Jesus. It's okay. Yep. 
I'm, and by the way, the bill I don't also, know why I cannot think of the last time I was me, this stunned by something. Let me something. repeat that. If you have four kids, you get a major which break on your taxes. Which is simply too many kids which already. Is too many kids. But if you have 10 kids, mm. which is something quiverful evangelical families love to talk mm-hmm. about, Duggar is Sure right? do. Um, then you get to pay no property taxes. I would just argue a single mother with one child is going to have a harder time paying property taxes and needs a bigger break yeah. than the Quiverful family with 10 kids. Yeah. Because they all have TV shows. Well, because also as soon as their kids turn five, they put them to work and raise their siblings, make right. dinner. Like they, it's it's basically like it was in the 19th century. You have kids so you can run your household. This is interesting too. His Farm. bill, this is uh, Brian Slayton. He is the state representative who is introducing this Where bill. Where is he from? I'm curious. Uh, Texas. Oh, I mean, but this what part Texas. of Texas? Is uh, he from like a city or is he from like... He's from Texas. Okay. That's all I got for you. But the bill specifies that a qualifying married couple who wants to take advantage of his bill... Gotta be boy and girls. Gotta be boy and girls. A man and a woman Ah. who are legally married to each other, neither of whom have ever been divorced. Gotta throw that in there. Neither of whom have ever been divorced. There's absolutely no way there is any legal standing (laughs) to make this happen. There's absolutely no fucking way you can do that. Brady Bunch isn't getting a goddamn tax. Right Neither would a woman who has the courage to leave her abusive husband after they've had several kids together. Do they Neither adopt would a married you... couple with three kids. <laughs> Adopted kids are fine, but okay. even that, they said there were rules in regarding uh, how that would work. But basically, if you want to adopt kids, that's okay as long as it's like... It within... counts towards your running total? Yes, exactly. It counts towards the baseball team. Um, and they said the tax credits would be in effect even if one spouse dies, but Phew. only Thank but you, only as the long as the surviving spouse remains single. If she gets remarried, those tax breaks are gone. No, wait, that can't be it because if she gets married, she's married to somebody else, and they have now have the sixteen children or whatever. Maybe it's almost like you didn't think this through. I don't know. Is he serious? Like. Can you imagine going no. to your spouse and saying, honey, let's have another and save an extra 10% on our taxes? I mean, I feel like you, I'm sure it happens in the real world of like, you don't want to give up your kid because you're getting $600 a month, but you hate your kids, you're abusing them or whatever. I'm sure that happens in real life. And I'm sure no Christians would ever continue to have and neglect children never, just for financial gain. Never. Because if we've learned anything from this episode, Christians don't care about money. And just to talk about consequences of this, that would mean the state government collects less money from the largest families even though if those kids attend public school, and some of them do, they would be using more government resources. And by the way, if you support like having 10 kids, usually that's the sort of thing that benefits white families who own property a lot more mm-hmm. because families of color are far less likely to own a home. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that's right. You had to be a homeowner? Wait. You have to be a homeowner. Where else are you getting your property taxes taken oh, off from? Duh. And of course, uh, you would know Jesus. that if you are not going to a Texas public school where they don't want you to learn that sort of thing. Oh, my Christ, these Um, people. Yeah. And again, if you want to help families, there are things that you could do covering paid parental leave, reducing health care costs, expanding Medicaid, making education more affordable. Counterpoint, if you don't go to the doctor, your health care costs are zero. This guy wants to take money away. You can just die for free. By the way, in in 1933, this is according to... uh, a research article that someone posted on Twitter. In 1933, the Nazi government started doing marriage loans because they wanted more Aryan kids and wanted women out of the workforce. So they said, get married, get a loan to buy a place and pay some bills. Have a kid, 25% reduction in principle. Four kids, 100%. It's echoing that. 
Um, oh boy. Mm. Um, yikes. All I can say is yikes. Yeah. That's all I can say. And it's all I can think. Cause I'm just thinking about having four children. <laughs> Slayton, who is a former minister is also one of the most conservative. Former minister. Yeah. Well, now he's in public office. Mm. He's a conservative culture warrior. Is type. He? he has tried to ban minors from all drag events. Uh, something that could possibly outlaw trans people being around children at all, depending on how the law is interpreted. Uh, he has also uh, tacked on various anti-LGBTQ amendments to bills. Well, sure, you um, gotta. And of course, he has been connected to a one particular Christian nationalist who has called for trans people to be executed in the streets. That guy worked as an intern for Slayton before he got hired to work for a different Texas representative. Now, look, I should say, this bill that he's proposing about it's, the property taxes, go anywhere. we don't know if it's going to go anywhere, but because bills like this are not always filed because you think they're going to pass, they're filed to make a statement. Of course, so you can say your next um, stump, rel- stump yeah, speech. this is what I care about. I want to help conservative religious families. I try to fuck over trans people everywhere yeah. I can think of. But, man, it's Elect me more. Up. That sucks. That was a terrible note to end on. Why would Sorry, you do was that? Sorry, that or to Kirk me? Cameron? I went with that. There's a Kirk Cameron story. Ah, uh, he's still going after libraries and librarians. Uh, is he? Yeah. I don't know why though? Because he has nothing else to do. He's not filming any TV shows. Oh, uh, I mean, but he could. That's the thing is, he could. He could work. He's opting out of it. There's always terrible Christian scripts floating around that there you can get on. There are so many horrible Christian scripts floating around. Um, and I want to make all of them. All right. Um, think, are we done? We're done. All right. Thank you for listening. If you want to leave us a review on iTunes, you can leave it. Um, God, I hope I didn't. Did I read this Calm and Outrageous one last week? I can't remember. I can't remember. Calm and Outrageous. It's from me on eHarmony, which is the reason I think <laughs> I think I read it last week because I remember laughing at that before. Good balance of hosts. Good banter. I can't believe how calmly they talk about infuriating topics. This is A calm. mature approach for sure. This is mature? Thank you, person yes. who has not listened to our show. <laughs> no, it's very nice. You can always leave us a review there. You can find me on Twitter at uh, Jess Blimke. I almost said my old Twitter Ooh. handle that hasn't been up for like three years. Uh, Hemant, where can we find you? Uh, you could find me at Twitter at Hemant Meta until they take away my verified check mark in a week. Mm, uh, really, thank, genuinely, thank you for that extension that lets you know somebody paid for their <laughs> check mark versus somebody who's independently very, verified. It's Outstanding. Yeah. Uh, please go to patreon.com slash friendly atheist podcast to support this show, get bonus episodes, mm-hmm. um, and get ad free episodes as well. Uh, like I said earlier, we're both, I'm going to be gone next week, but I have an interview that we're going to post next week that I think you're going to like. Oh. And we'll be back in two weeks. That's exciting. Um, you can stay tuned for our bonus episode. Here are some topics I want to talk about because I can't remember. Did we talk about your birthday last week going out to dinner yeah, together? We did. did we? Okay, I can't remember. Um, became a Costco member today. <laughs> I, on. Mikey and I have been watching Friends for like two years. We just got to the finale and fuck, I love that show so much. A lot of TV content today. Okay, Sorry. Okay. Ted Lasso season three. Outstanding. Abbott Elementary, season two, outstanding. Twilight Zone, I am watching for the really? first time. I've seen a lot of episodes, but I've never like sat and watched them all the way through. Very enjoyable show. Real hit or miss. There's some real, <laughs> real duds there, but specifically the Monsters Are Doing Maple Street is a real good piece of business, and it's a real classic, like, um, essentially it's... Tell me in the bonus episode. Oh, yeah. I forgot how this <laughs> show worked. <laughs> um, watched a documentary called Exposing Moybridge, um, and I loved it, and I might get a tattoo. That's it. All right. We'll see you in two weeks. Goodbye. Bye.